0: Hello and welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. Soybeans are the nation's top agricultural export, with soy products going to dozens of countries around the world. This week, the first shipment of U.S. soybean meal arrived in Uzbekistan. The Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council has worked for several years to cultivate a market for soybeans in that country. MSRPC and United Soybean Board Director Patrick O'Leary, who farms near Benson, has been a part of that market development effort. Uh,
1: Minnesota Soybean Council decided a few years ago to look at, or investigate new markets, I guess. And one of the markets that the staff targeted was Uzbekistan in Central Asia. Um, a market that uh, has been on tap by U.S. products for many years, um, and looked like there was some potential there. And just recently, we had 700 metric ton of soybean meal get unloaded in Uzbekistan um, with U.S. origin. So, been an exciting week for us seeing some product finally get into that country.
0: So how did this all come about? I mean, obviously, it's not a country that uh, a lot of folks are probably familiar with, and I'm assuming it took a little work to uh, take this from uh, for early conversations to actually having shipments arrive.
1: Well, I think our it started out with uh, one of our staff people at uh, uh, or Kim Neal at Minnesota Soybean doing some investigation around these marketplaces and and trying to figure out where our best opportunities might be to target and. And this is one of the countries he came up with and then we had some conversations with with a contractor in the country to try to investigate what the potential looked like. and everything looked pretty positive we, we the only issue that we saw was was uh, logistics getting the product there. but because of the scenario playing out in the in that part of the world with droughts and things, the potential need for uh, protein feed ingredients was pretty significant so. Um, two years ago, I think in 2020, we decided to move forward with some small investigations with the contractor and and Kim Nil and, and the council working on this side and, and monitoring things. And um, so far, everything has been positive. We're still dealing with some some logistics things, but we've also got uh, some of the uh, there's many folks, including Uzbekistan government, that's gotten involved in, and really eager to to get U.S. product into the country. So
0: so, from a potential perspective, what is it that the uh, country has for for livestock or animal agriculture that uh, that you would be feeding?
1: They're probably their main thing right now is is broilers and layers, so chickens. Um, they have some pretty significant potential in aquaculture, which hasn't been maybe kept up as well as we would thought, but but they do have potential there, and also um, dairy is on on the rise there. So. The combination of the the broilers and and uh, layers and then the dairy those are some pretty key markets or potential key markets for us. And looking for a, a protein source other than what their traditional ones have been and, and soybeans fit the bill for what they're looking for. Um, we also found in the investigation that there's some fairly significant investments uh, being looked at as far as building uh, crushing facilities and feed facilities in the country. So. you see that kind of expansion taking place the anticipation is that the livestock expansions will follow and uh and create a significant market for for minnesota soybeans
0: and i understand too from their geographic location that there's some challenges with shipping and touch about touch on that if you would
1: yeah they they're definitely a landlocked country so uh, as of right now there is no um of course no way to get in there with vessels no way to unload them so Um, the potential or where we're looking to travel in the immediate future is is through the Black Sea and then uh, rail, uh, well, a couple of times they have to be on rail cars. So um, there are some logistical things because they aren't on water um, trying to get it there. You know, there's there's companies that are shipping into there. I know Case uh, sends a lot of cotton pickers over there so they can do it. Um, But when we looked at that, that is a concern. But if you look at all the soybean growing scenarios, we all have that same challenge. You know, their Central Asian neighbors can get them product, but anybody else that has significant soybean production has the same challenges of getting product in there. So um, we're fortunate that there is entities that are are helping to determine our best routes and, and help with that logistical scenario. But that is our challenge because of the landlocked scenario.
0: So I understand too, that, uh, what next month, a couple of you are headed out to, uh, to actually see the, the country, see some of the possibilities there. What are you hoping that that reveals?
1: Well, I, I think we've been working on it for two years and, and we want to go over and, and meet with some of the potential customers or the people that have bought and also have some face-to-face conversations with the contractors you're using. I think there's there's a time in, in every project that we need to make sure and, and, do some checks on on what our our expectations are and what it looks like when we get there you know the other thing that's very interesting in this country that i think is is a potential increase in in our opportunity is tourism is on the rise there this uh, amazingly we don't think of it but one of uh, their tourist industry is significant and that always plays well for meat production and and uh sale of products if you have people coming in and out of the country like but that being said the country is 34 million or 35 million people in itself so it isn't a uh, isn't a small country um so but yeah so we really our goal is just to make sure that our investment has been doing what we expected to have done and and just following up with that stuff
0: and then is this an an example of the fact that sometimes when you're working to develop these opportunities, uh, they don't just happen overnight. It takes some time and it takes a little uh, uh, creativity perhaps sometimes to develop these, you know, new avenues for uh, Minnesota soybean utilization.
1: Well, that's definitely the case. You know, it doesn't matter where we sell soybeans. There's always a, uh, a challenge in something in this country. You know, they're very eager to, to, to buy U.S. product or Minnesota product, I, the, the challenges are the logistics challenges. And, and seeing some of that stuff firsthand is, is, is probably a benefit to us to be able to bring it back to our investors and all of our soybean farmers in Minnesota and make sure that we're, we're doing making wise decisions with the checkoff. And, um, but it's exciting, the challenges are exciting and we have a, a great team working on it that are out for the challenges that it takes to make this happen.
0: Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast. Check out our other podcasts on LinderFarmNetwork.com and get the latest in farm news and market information on your local LFN affiliate.